Support for 100 Watts and a Wire is brought to you by 100wattsandawire.com. To subscribe to the show, simply click the RSS feed found under each episode. While you're there, apply for your free 100 Watts ID and learn how you can help make 100 Watts and a Wire listener-supported. Click the Donate page and pick the option that works best for you. That's 100wattsandawire.com. And ICOM. Happy HF Holidays. Looking for the perfect gift to put under the tree this holiday season? Unwrap one of ICOM's HF transceivers. And Alpha Antenna. Alpha Antenna manufactures directional tuner-free HF antennas. For highly rated, customer-enhanced antennas, visit alphaantenna.com or call 1-888-482-3249. And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Uh, yes, sir. And uh, good evening, I should say to you. You know what I'm doing? I'm recording at night. Let me tell you why, though, because I feel like I'm starting to get sick. I've been spending the last couple of weeks, and this may not be a bad thing in terms of, oh, sonically, because if you've been listening to the show long enough, you know when I get sick, especially toward the end of it, I become very much like Barry White. Maybe not the man and... Okay, I don't really sound a lot like Barry White as I'm getting sick, but I like to think I am, and that's how I know I'm getting better, is because the voice turns to, you know. Meanwhile, our new friends who are listening to us are dipping out right away. And you're saying, what, man, what what, what, what you talking about? I got a, uh, a Twitter message and an email from the Prepper Broadcasting Network. You can search them at PrepperBroadcasting.com. Now, Glenn, the G-Man, sends me an email and says, Look, see, child, would you like to have this show? Because I'd like to have that show on my network. Are you down with that? Now, I'm paraphrasing here. It's how I like to remember things. Glenn was very professional, and he's got this network called the Prepper Broadcasting Network. And just as it sounds, many of the programs have to do with prepper-based lifestyles. Homesteading, gardening, herbal medicine, you name it, survivalist, all this sort of great stuff is happening over there. And I said, well, I never thought about that, but thank you. Let me think about it. And I thought, you know, let me listen to it a little bit. And I went to their website, listened and I thought, all right, I could, uh, all right. And then I you talked about it a little bit more, slept a little bit. And then finally said, all right, look, cool. I, I've got a friend of mine in Philadelphia also who has been talking to me about syndication, which means putting this show on some sort of other radio outlet, whether it's online, terrestrial, satellite, You know, we talk about it, and it's just sort of like, you know, there's a lot of things going on. And I think, you know, 
I have a very small team here with 100 watts and a wire. So if you're listening to this now on our Prepper Broadcasting Network position, which is Thursdays at 12 o'clock p.m. to 1 o'clock Pacific time, you have tuned into a show which may take a little bit of time for you to get used to. It may not be your bag for a while. Maybe you've come here thinking 100 watts in a wire, man, this, this means like, you know, I'm going to get a lot of technical information about amateur radio. Well, we do a little bit of that. 100 Watts in a Wire is a program that celebrates amateur radio through the eyes of a ham still trying to figure things out. I don't pretend to know everything, that I can teach you something, or I'm going to say to you, you have to do it this way or it's wrong. Boy, we get a lot of that on amateur radio, and I bet you on the prepper side of town, you get that too. You want to know what to buy, what tools to buy, what kind of things to save your food, what kind of guns and ammunition, whatever it is. You've got people telling you what to do, and it translates this way to amateur radio. So I think we do share an audience, and that's why I said, cool, I'm down with that. And now we're talking to the UROC Network out of Philadelphia, which is multiple stations across the country. So 100 Watts and a Wire is headed into syndication. And it's great. You know, we want to build an even broader community. And I think we share some common ground with our friends on the prepper side. Now, when all else fails, we want these prepper friends of ours. There are many preppers within amateur radio. There are a lot of common threads. And so I think that's when Glenn G-Man, as we'll refer to him now as going forward, I think we were able to find those common threads, those synergies. And I hope we have a good run there. So thank you to the Prepper Broadcasting Network. You can listen to our show at 12 noon to 1 o'clock Pacific Time at PrepperBroadcasting.com. Thank you, Glenn, for having us. And to your audience there, pretty much prime time slot. I mean, everybody's going to lunch at this point. They're like, hey, let me get a sandwich. What did he say? Moving on with the program, I, uh, I, I feel like I've been out splitting wood, and it's the wind's whipping in. It, the temperature swings are pretty drastic here in the heartland. For our new friends and listeners, I'm geographically right here in America's heartland in Missouri, about 25 miles north of the city of St. Louis. And welcome to all our our new listeners and subscribers through 100wattsandwire.com. We're up to episode 128, and uh, you can find these now at 100wattsandawire.com. Subscribe to the RSS feed, which you can find right there underneath each new program. You only need to do it one time. And we'll have it sent right to you. If you miss it, check us out in syndication. Well, you know what's happening now. It's December, and uh, it's starting to get a little creepy. Let me explain. ICOM is about to release a new radio. 
And it's called ICOM's 7610. The 7610. And it's just getting creepy because I'm looking at it. I'm peeking around on the YouTube videos. Some people got these early, the early distribution, and some people were able to provide reviews. And I got to tell you, I'm in love with the ICOM 7300. And of course, my old radio I have, my first love. My first love. There's only you and the 7300 and the 7100. And I keep staring at the 7610 like, you know, and it's gorgeous. And it's one of those things where I look at it and it looks at me. That's the thing. And I'm like, I can't did, were you just looking at me? Was she just looking at me? Hold up. Did that radio just whistle at me? And I feel like that's well, there's a heavy flirtation between me now and the 7610. If I told you I looked up David Cassidy's I Think I Love You... And listen to it because it reminded me of the 70s. See, it's a problem. I've got a lot of problems. And uh, right now, when a new radio comes out, it's like, you know. That's one thing about us in the amateur radio community is we dream, we fall in love easy. And, uh, you know, you got to have more than one radio. That's the kind of thing, you know. Just having one means you have none. So if there comes a prepper theme right there. Many of us dream of or have backups. We got to have backups. I mean, what happens? Something goes down and you got to have something else. You're out. So the old saying in ham radio, one is none. However, when you're looking at the uh, radios in this category and they are positioning it as a mid range contest radio now i'm not a contester i don't chase paper i like to make contacts with that far off dx entity but i only chase those if i need them and what do i mean by that when you get your amateur radio license uh, many people begin to work states states that are nearby work all 50 states Worked all states. And it's kind of a quest we go on. It's one of those things. I worked all 50 states on 100 watts and a wire. Then I upgraded my station because for me, I don't need any paper or anybody else or any other entity to confirm this for me. It's in my log. I was there. I made that contact. It happened. I upgraded my station when I could, meaning I, I added an amp. I put an amplifier in play. You know, and now I'll, I'll dump some more wattage on something if I need it, if it's necessary. Well, the 7610 is being billed as that sort of contester's rig because it's got some features that, you know, you, you have a dual receive. You can hear different bands happening. It's sexy, man. It's sexy, but I just can't get my head around. Number one, this thing ain't cheap. You're looking at four G's. That's right. Four G's. 
Jeez is right. It could just be a dream. But that's where they're positioning this radio. And I always thought the 7300, which is a fantastic radio. You're looking at this radio. That's going to set you back about a grand. Used to be 1500, 1300. Now you can pick one up around 1100. They dropped this 7610. People are starting to buy them. Rebates. Look at the 7300. A great rig. And I'll apologize here first because I feel like I'm getting sick. I got some sinus thing going on. I need to listen to the herbal shows to find out what to do, but I'm drinking coffee. We're in the evening time drinking up some coffee here on 100 watts in a wire. Let me just wet it up. Go ahead and take a sip of whatever you're doing. Mmm, I need a coffee sponsorship. But the warm uh, helps open my throat up. I um, I was able to hang out with Broadcasting Hall of Famer John Miller. And um, he's one of the people that were a huge influence on me. He called Baltimore Oriole games for 14 years. I was able to intern at a radio station where he was at calling the Oriole games. And I walked him to his car a couple of times. And what he would do, he was... Some people do tea. He would get hot water, just hot water, and drink that, and it would open up everything in his throat. So you're probably going to hear me drink a little bit. All right, so I've been telling you about the weird perversion I'm having with a radio. Maybe some of you don't understand. I think it's kind of creepy, but I also think it's looking back at me. Some more things to talk about. I'm going to take a break here as we mention ICOM. Let's hear from them. We'll come back and do some more next. Little pistols and big guns. This is 100 watts and a wire. The gift every ham wants. ICOM's new 7610 arrived just in time to make Santa's sleigh. This high-performance RMDR has the ability to pick out the faintest of signals even in the presence of stronger adjacent signals. The new ICOM IC7610 is a direct sampling software-defined radio that will change the world's definition of an SDR transceiver. And a gift for you or your favorite contester, the IC7300 is a high-performance HF transceiver with a compact design. Don't miss a weak signal with a combination of the waterfall function and real-time spectrum scope. Visit icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information on all ICOM radios. Whether you say 7.3 or 73, even 73s, we're still 100 watts and a wire. And welcome back. You know, I uh, mentioned a little bit about being outside and splitting wood. It started a couple of weeks back during Thanksgiving. I noticed the wood pile was looking a little wacky. Some wood was uh, on the decay, rotting out, and you, you know, you just don't want that in your house. So I organized the wood pile better. Basically, I have a lot of oak trees around here and other things. And limbs fall down, trees will fall down, and we kind of cut them up and stack them up where they are. And it was becoming a lot of like satellite wood. And I thought, maybe I'll get the splitter out. Splitter takes gas, though, and it takes, it's heavy. It, you know, it's been put away. It's been away all summer. 
And I feel like I'm a little late because October I was focused on getting this greenhouse together. And I put a cold frame inside of the greenhouse so I can try to grow in four seasons. I'm just planting lettuce right now. We've had temperatures, a couple of hard frost. But November and much of December had 70 degree temperatures. It was really weird. Just wacky here in Missouri. And I know other places got a lot of snow just a few days ago. Atlanta, you know, places like that. You're like, whoa, wow. Anyway, so I didn't get to the wood pile until, you know, a couple of weeks ago. Here we are in December and I'm still working on it, you know, and I'm splitting it with an axe. I feel physical. I'm feeling pretty good. But it's cold now, like it's cold to the point where people are walking around with their neck all crooked up because they didn't wear the right clothes. Like, ooh, they got a stiff, quick walk going. It's that kind of cold around here now. And then I realized, and I noticed this about a month or so ago, I would turn on one of my 40-meter antennas. I've got a few. And they're geographically positioned to serve broadside to cover pretty much the country. And, you know, it's a first-world issue. So anyway, I've got one 40-meter that serves the northwest and southeast. And I would click it on, and it was like nothing. I mean, like, uh. So I went out there, and I had been sort of messing around with it. I would just un unscrew it, disconnect the coax, put it back in, screw it back in. Ah, it was fine. I looked at that connector, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I, st I think you're slipping a little bit. And it happens. It happens. If you're SWR, your standing wave ratio goes through the roof, and you know this is a monoband dipole or a dipole or any kind of antenna that you know has had better SWR, look at your coax and those connectors first. And I noticed this thing looked like it was slipping. It wasn't flush there uh, with the contact. And I was like, mm, I don't know. And I put it up there and it would work, and then I think it would slip again. It just wasn't making contact. So what do I do? My wife bought me these headlamps. If you can, get yourself a headlamp. Somehow I got a two-pack of these headlamps. I don't know anything about them. There's many better people than me to send you on the right path to a headlamp. But I tell you what, this thing works. You put it on your head, you look like a coal miner. Bless their hearts. And here I am, it's in the lower 30s. And I decide I'm going to go out right now and I am going to change this connector. And this is like a 10-minute job. If you're in your shack, you know, some people can do this with their eyes closed. For me, I can do it in 10 minutes at the workbench. You know, it's about right. Maybe a couple more minutes, give or take, right? Test it, try it. Out there in the field, in the dark, under the old oak trees, all my antennas are in the oak trees except for the hex beam. That happens to be under, sort of canopied by an oak tree, if you will. Anyway, I'm out there sitting at my switcher. I disconnected, cut it, and here I am. It's 30 degrees, wind whipping like a mofo. 
you know, and I'm like, dude, you got a problem, man. You've got two. I've just told you I have three 40 meter antennas. What are you sketched out about? Just go in there and work the north, the north to south. It serves broadside east to west. And pardon my voice. I can tell it's getting weaker. And my sinuses are doing weird things. Appreciate your um, patience on this. I know tomorrow morning when I typically record would not be good. I just know it. So you're going to hear me swallow hard a little bit a couple times. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. What are you worried about it? Just All right, then leave. Just kidding. Sit down. Sit down. The point is, I needed to fix this. And with amateur radio operators, we get a little addicted to our antennas. We get addicted to our radios. And I didn't like the fact that this wasn't working. And I knew what was up. I knew why it wasn't working. It was that connector. I have a headlamp. Get yourself a headlamp or two and put it on over your hat and your hands free. Now, I didn't say hands warm, did I? And I think that's part of the reason why uh, I can feel this coming on, among other things, you know, it's just being out, it's cold season, and Christmas is coming. It wouldn't be proper if you didn't go through one of the major holidays hemmed up sick. So maybe I'll get it over with before the actual holiday break. If I'm sick over my vacation, I swear. And Merry Christmas. If I don't see you, Merry Christmas. That's right. I'm going to say Merry Christmas. It's fine, right? All right. Hanukkah is actually starting tomorrow. It starts this week. Whenever you listen to it, it's underway on Tuesday. Kwanzaa is something that will happen in January. Moving on, I had to get out there and I had to fix this thing. I'm in the cold. It took me 30 minutes, right? To three times as long than normal. But, you know, it was cold. You can't solder out there, man. You, it's just windy and cold. And I'm like, I'm going to do it. My solder's getting all clumpy. It, it wouldn't fit, you know, through the bed. You know, all this crap getting into my, uh, just to change a connector. And I thought, you're addicted, dude. You got a problem. First of all, you're flirting with a 7610, a radio. Next thing you know, you're out there in the cold changing a connector when you could just kind of maybe wait, I don't know, till the sun comes out. My friends, new friends that are listening to us, this is a hobby and a service, okay? Now, I've heard some people say, oh, ham radio is just a hobby. Well, it's what you make it. If you want it to just be your hobby, then it can just be your hobby. Does that sound like a rich guy? No, I'm not going for rich. Oh, Lord, I got the medicine must be kicking in. It's a, it's whatever you want it to be. It can be expensive or inex, inexpensive or as inexpensive as you want it to be. You don't have to spend a lot of money to get in the game. It's also a service, though. Don't get it twisted. It is a service, and many, many amateur radio operators dedicate their lives to helping out. They're out there being weather spotters. They're out there practicing their emergency communications. So, yeah, it's a hobby. It's not stamp collecting or baseball card collecting, but it does have that thing where you got to get that Cal Ripken rookie card, man. 
You know what I mean? So we have that too. But you can get in at all levels. And for some reason, sometimes I just get it in my mind. I get fickle and I got to fix it. I got to fix it. I got the tool. I got a connector. I can do it. I'm going to go do it. I did it. And now I may be, you know, done. I don't know. I think I'm okay for now. I've been fortunate this year not to have to worry too much with antennas. The wind's coming. The wind is definitely moving my wire. I do have a lot of wire and trees. Wire's cheap, though. You know what I mean? I think I would be heartbroken, crestfallen, if I had a huge tower with a lot of aluminum on it. I mean, it sounds great and sexy and everything. But, man, if you came out and you're... Your aluminum was just twisted, bent up, and broken, man. I would, I don't know. I don't know. We don't have to worry about that right now. There was a 10-meter contest over the weekend. And you know what? I've never made a contact on 10 meters. And many of you who are listening are thinking you probably didn't make any either. Why? Because there's nothing happening. The band was like dead. Like, Imagine your radio turned on what that looks like and what that sounds like. Okay, 10 meters over the weekend to me at most times sounded like this. Now turn your radio off, at least even in your mind. Goes off. 10 meters. That was 10 meters. However, my 10 meters is on a hex beam. I turn my hex beam and point it in the direction of the west. A little bit of southwest. I got Texas. Moved up a little bit. I heard Montana. I called for Montana. Montana didn't hear me. I thought, oh, I got to hear that. And Wyoming. Wyoming's a tough one to get. And I did make a contact. I made three contacts on Friday. You wouldn't believe me, so I knew I recorded it. And here it is. Just running 100 watts and a wire here on 10 meters. CQ, CQ contest, CQ contest, W0, Echo, Tango, Tango. Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel. CQ, CQ, contest, oh. CQ contest, W Zero Echo Tango Tango. Zero Echo Tango Tango contest. Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel. K Zero Sierra Tango Hotel, 59 Colorado. Uh, you're 59 Missouri, my first contact on 10. Thanks so much and good luck. Great. And you have a great signal, a great sounding signal out here in Colorado. 73. 73, take care. And there you have it. Friday night, three contacts on 10 meters. My first and the only ones I heard all weekend. I heard probably five stations and I really had to work to hear them. I really did. I had to, and it was all to the west of me. So going west of the Mississippi River is where I was able to make contacts on 10 meters. I hope you had some fun with it. A lot of funny posts. If you're new to this show, we do have a couple of social media outlets. One is very, uh, very active. It's on the Facebook group. It's a Facebook group called 100 Watts and a Wire Podcast. Over 8,000 people there now. A lot of questions rise and answers fall. It's a community where there's a lot of patience. I've got a great team of moderators, mostly war heroes from the Air Force and the Marines. 
and uh, we try to keep things very civil, and it's a safe place to go to ask questions. It's okay to not know everything. So you can find us on Twitter and on Facebook and join the community. But a lot of people talking about 10 meters as if, like, you know, it wasn't even there. How can you have a 10-meter contest when the band's not even showing up? So it's kind of funny, man. You need to really understand that sometimes you could have the biggest antenna in the world, the best radio and a great antenna. And if the sun, if she doesn't want to give it to us, we don't get it. Propagation. That's a study I need to dig into in 2018. I want to learn more about propagation. I'll bring some people in to talk about it. I know enough to know that it's not always your radio and it's not always your antenna. Most of the time, it's the sun. And right now, we are in a sun cycle that is very low, very low. And uh, this is part of it. You know, in the evening time, 20 meters, she takes it away. So I think right now, if you're hanging up antennas and you're thinking about getting into amateur radio or you're thinking about what should I put up, what should I do? Make sure you have yourself a 40-meter antenna. I think 40 meters, 80 meters, and 160, especially those bands at night, 80 and 160. And then 40 is around all day. That's kind of going to be the go-to band right now. And in the near future, until the sun decides she wants to shine on us a little kinder. I love you, sun. Is that a new haircut? You are beautiful. I love the way you come across the sky in the winter. You're not up there very long. But I sure love you. We'll be back with more next. Made in America. Shared worldwide. This is 100 watts and a wire. American HF antenna products manufactured in the USA by real Americans. That's Alpha Antenna. Great antenna systems that don't hide issues behind an antenna tuner. That's Alpha Antenna. Highest eHAM reviews of any antenna manufacturer. That's Alpha Antenna. Targeted directional signal launching systems. That's Alpha Antenna. Full disclosure of all antenna analyzer data. That's Alpha Antenna. Antenna systems that are improved based on customer feedback. That's Alpha Antenna. Come to AlphaAntenna.com for your base, mobile, or portable militarized HF antenna systems. God bless America and Alpha Antenna. More contacts, less Alpha Hotels. This is 100 Watts and a Wire. I want to let you know you can visit 100wattsandawire.com and join the 100 Watts and a Wire community. Click the gathering page. If you have a amateur radio call sign and you'd like to be issued a sequential 100 Watts ID, you can do so right there. Your name, your call sign, and we've developed an app that will sequentially issue you a number. And then a human being will send that number out to you. So be patient. It usually takes a couple of days. We have a couple thousand at least out there. And they're fun. While you guys may catch a real-life sneeze right here. Hold on. We'll see. We'll just play it here. I've got a real organic philosophy about this show. If I sneeze, I'm not cutting it out. All right. Uh Uh-oh. 
a little tickle. I feel a little tickle in the right nostril on the side. I got a deviated septum. Doesn't take but a dust particle to get your boy going. You can get your 100 watts ID there. We share those during activity days. We don't do contests here. You know, in terms of numbers and how many whatever. But we do exchange our 100 watt IDs. And we do activity days in the spring and the fall. In the spring, we do a tune-up. That happens right before field day. We exercise our equipment. We get portable if we can. And then there's field day. And you're ready. You've set up your equipment. You're not just doing it on field day. We also do something in the fall called the 100 watts and wire fallout. Same sort of scenario. We know the cold is eventually coming. And we pick a day set aside and we... Uh, we get on the air, try to work as many people as we can and teach them about our community and have fun. Lots to do at 100wattsandawire.com. If you're studying to take your test, click the Upgrades page. Let us know when you study, prepare, and pass. We'll celebrate you here. You can also donate like Mike. Kilo Echo Zero, Echo Bravo, Sierra. Thank you for donating, for supporting the content that you like and want to see continue. That's what he said. I want to see the show continue. And we're having fun with it. I look forward to 2018. But, you know, these things do cost money. You've heard everybody say it by now. It's not free. It's not a hobby within itself. To produce content is something specialized. If you dig it and it moves you, you find value in it you can give several different ways click on the donate page if you have a business whether you're a little pistol or a big gun you've got your own thing going you want to reach a big audience drop us a line go to become a a sponsor and that goes for you know large and the small i want to lock arms with the small businesses and give you an opportunity to reach an audience because it's not easy to get commercial airtime. It's just not. And I can tell you this from being in the game for 25 years, it's not cheap. Here, being a podcast, we can reach a wide audience that we've created, plus now other people want to run this show. So we have an audience that is expanding. Visit 100wattsandawire.com. And see for yourself. See if you want to support the content, find the archive, all that stuff. Thank you, Mike, for supporting us. There's multiple ways to do it. Credit card, PayPal, Patreon. And I I need to, Mike told me, hey, can you put your mailing address up there? I'd like to do a check. Huh, didn't think of that. Thanks, Mike. And I forget to mention this. This is why I'm doing it now, because I forget. I forget. I got an email from Rob, Kilo Charlie 3, Foxtrot, Juliet Echo. He says, Christian, I want to pass on some sad news. Maybe you could say a few words on the podcast. I just learned of the passing of someone very important to the amateur radio community. Yesterday, this was on the 9th of December, 2017. About 0700 local time, Holly Beaven, I hope I got that right, 
November 3, Mike Bravo became a silent key. Miss Miss Holly was a lifetime member of the Anne Arundel Radio Club. She was 101 years young. And she participated as a member for decades. She was known throughout the area for running the Central Maryland Holly Net every weekday from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. She's from my home state. Miss Holly and the Holly Net is why I got my ticket. Her and her morning crew sparked my curiosity and spurred me to learn about this hobby. More information will probably be announced to the Anne Arundel Radio Facebook group or their website, w3vpr.org. Thanks very much, Rob. Kilo Charlie 3, Foxtrot, Juliet Echo, and thank you for your service, Miss Holly. 101. What a life. What a life. All right, friends, I'm going to make that my final. I'm working on some very interesting things for 2018. The return of the 100 watts in a wire net is going to happen. We've got a handful of net control operators who have been practicing on the bands. Listen for them on Thursday evening and sometimes on Sunday. And what they're doing is they're working out net logger. They're serving each other as relays. And then I stumble into the action sometime in progress. That's the plan. Is we're going to have a weekly rotation. That way no one is bogged down or burdened with having to be net control every week. Mark this on your calendars. Thursday at 7 o'clock Central. We'll start things on 40 meters. And if we get enough net control stations that want to help. Maybe we move to 80 as well, as in a 40 and an 80 meter. Heck, I'm not opposed to doing an after-party net or after-net party on 160. If you can do it, cool. But listen for that. That's coming your way because uh, everybody wants to get back involved with our net. Thursday, 7 o'clock Central, 40 meters, and we'll make an attempt to go to 7 dot one eight zero and start taking your calls have a good time on Sundays now in the evening time these gatherings of the willing and that just means you know what anybody can host it you can just post on social media it's very social media driven the gathering of the willing anybody can start one you get on the radio call CQ Post where you are on the Facebook group and other people will come and join you. It's a really nice laid back way to have sort of a round table gathering. Listen for those on Sunday and listen for the boys working out. They're rehearsing. They're rehearsing. On Thursday evenings, uh, check them out on 40 meters. So much going on in the world right now. I know it's crazy. My car, My car, my wife's car, $600 has a problem. Like, oh, Merry Christmas. So much as, you know, it never ends. Life, sometimes life just doesn't leave you alone. We're going to be fine. We're going to deal with it. We're going to manage it. Christmas is here. Got two little girls. It is Christmas is here. And so is the elf on the shelf. Her name, Lucianina. She didn't come out of a package this way. She came from the North Pole. Get it? 
She came from the North Pole. My girls named her Lucianina. Lucianina's hanging out. She's making sure I'm naughty. I mean, well, I slipped out. No, I haven't been naughty with Lucianina, the elf on the shelf. You guys are sick. I thought I was sick. See? It's the meds. Anyway, Lucianina's here. She uh, keeps an eye on the children and just apparently keeps an eye on your boy, too. I don't know. With everything going on, please take care of yourselves. Take care of your family. And by all means, if you can, please try and stay above the noise. To join the 100 Watts and a Wire community, visit 100wattsandawire.com.